So, Bobby. Nathan. Uh, Ms. Bobby. Yes, sir. Uh, friend of mine, fellow podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, a meme that I would like you to look at here. Right. Um, and I want you to explain to our listeners uh, what it is that you're seeing, and I want you to read uh, what it says on the meme. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is the meme explainer here. Apparently, in conversation, the meme did not get explained well enough for podcast listeners because they cannot actually physically see it. Uh, so, I will explain this meme for you. It is a two-panel meme. One panel is on the left and one is on the right. On the left panel has a picture of an electric vehicle. It is a truck, and it is next to a home charging station. Above the truck, it says, EV truck, $115,000. Above the charging station, it reads, home charging station, $10,000. In the right panel, it reads, adventure on the road, priceless and it has a picture of a man who is hitchhiking presumably the owner of the electric vehicle who is stuck on the side of the road and can no longer drive because he's ran out of charge and behind him there is a sign that says next charging station thousand miles that is what the meme says thank you this has been the meme explainer all right long way to go yeah, it's a long way to go, and and uh, no vehicle, uh, gas or, or electric, is yeah, going to make it a thousand, a thousand miles, miles without getting no. refueled. No, um, that, but it is it is true. Um, so let me let me first kind of explain why uh, I wanted to cover this meme. Um, it it wasn't this meme specifically that I wanted to cover, but um, just anti EV memes in general. Yeah. So anti EV memes have been making their rounds on, uh, especially Facebook, uh, mostly by older people and uh, right wing voters. Uh, there are hundreds of these memes, um, and they have uh, takes on the practicality, quality, uh, purported convenience, um, and I could go on. But uh, this one is a good example of like what you might see a, an average post um, against EVs might be. Right. Um, also, it makes multiple arguments on it um, against EVs. So I thought this was just a, a good place to start. Um, so we'll start with the first claim in the in the meme. Uh, so it says that an EV truck costs one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. That seems a bit high. I mean, possibly, but yeah, yeah. So it it is true that uh, brand new EVs are uh, have or have been very expensive um, yeah. compared to what you could get um, if you're trying to be more frugal and you go with a gas powered vehicle. Right. Um, so like it is true that EVs, the price is it's it's a new innovation, newer innovation. It's a you know several years old now, but. Um, it's a newer innovation, so um, obviously there's going to be a higher price for that. But according to Kelly Blue Book, a brand new 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning electric truck okay. has a starting price at $51,400. Okay, that uh, seems reasonable. So, yeah, so you can, in fact, buy a new electric truck for half the price that this meme suggests. Yeah. I um, bet you could spend 115000 on one, though. 
Yeah, yeah. So, and that's and that's what I'm getting to next. Yeah. So, um, someone might suggest that yes, you can get the Ford F one fifty for fifty one thousand yeah. dollars. Um, uh, but the model I want, uh, the model I would rather have is one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Uh, like, or maybe they they might say like, I want the Rivian truck, and their models do actually start at over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, it's more than I paid for my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's very expensive. It's yeah, very expensive. A lot of people aren't gonna but, be able to buy one of those. But imagine taking that argument. So you can get you can get an E V truck for uh fifty uh fifty one thousand dollars, but uh the truck that you want is hundred and fifteen thousand. Right. Um if I took that argument and applied it to gas vehicles Yeah. And I said, uh okay, uh yeah, I found a vehicle I could afford, but I want a BMW. Like, you already shop frugally for, um, you shop hopefully within your means when you buy a car in the first place. You know, so you already make your decision based on the price. So the fact that some of the vehicles cost $115,000 doesn't mean that EVs are all too expensive. Right. There's always going to be a vehicle that is more expensive than the one you have. There's always going to be a, a vehicle that's more expensive than the one you, that you can afford. Uh, you know, like, but I want a Lamborghini. You know, like the, the argument really does not hold up. Um, yeah. in, in that terms, because uh, there are plenty of EVs that, uh, and EV trucks specifically, um, that are half the price, less than half the price even, uh, than what this meme is suggesting. So uh, someone might look at the image and say, uh, well, this uh, truck has an extended cab, and uh, those types of trucks are, are more expensive. Maybe that's the point. You know, if you have a family and you need a truck, you're going to need an extended cab. Right. But the Lightning, the $51,000 EV, is a four-door extended cab. Um, so, uh, and also, if we're going to p- point out what the truck uh, looks like in the image anyway, mm-hmm. there is a grill, a big open grill on the front of this truck. And typically EVs don't have that because you don't have an engine in there. <laughs> Um, that's true. Yeah. So like some trucks are designed to kind of look like there's, you know, to look similar to a gas uh, powered version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have a, an open grill, uh, in the front of it. Okay. Um, so, uh, the, uh, lightning EV, like I said, is an extended, um, uh, four door, uh, cab. And, um, not only do you get the electric truck for that price for $51,000, um, you also get the extended cab as well. So, like, the the price, in my opinion, is is not completely out of reason, at least not in the way that the meme suggests, not to right. that extent. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to the home charging station. Uh, so the claim is that it costs $10,000. Yeah. Uh, now, getting a home uh, car- uh, charging station when you buy an EV is uh, an additional expense to consider if you want uh, to plug your vehicle in at home. Uh but is it really ten thousand dollars to have one of those plugged uh, installed into your home? I hope not. Uh, luckily, I have a study uh, and a chart here uh, regarding the cost of having an EV charger installed, and uh, I want you to take a look at this chart okay. and uh, kind of explain what you're seeing here. Okay, so we got what do you call this thing? A line line graph? It's a it's a bell chart. Bell chart. Okay. 
And at the very tippy top, it says average reported cost is $940. Uh, we got a minimum cost of $300, a maximum cost of $2,500. And it says most homeowners spent between $545 and $1,375. So that's not bad. I mean, that seems reasonable for a, a heavy-duty charger, you know, something yeah. big enough for a car. Yep, yeah. And, and this is a way below ten thousand dollars yeah it's even the most even, expensive one is. it's not even close yeah yeah the 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 maximum cost uh, listed on this chart is twenty five hundred dollars which is a quarter of the price that it says it is uh, yeah. in the meme um so the meme clearly uh like it, it i know like some people will say well it's a meme and it's exaggerating to make a point or something right. uh but this is exaggerating to the point of absurdity like uh, yeah. uh it is 10 times the average cost, um, actually more than 10 times because it's only $940. Uh, yeah. But um, this is uh, just to give everybody um, a source for this. So this is from HomeAdvisor. Uh, HomeAdvisor takes um, uh, costs reported by customers. And uh, in this particular study, um, this is a study based on 2,879 cost profiles. Uh, so a very wide-reaching uh, uh, source of information here. Yeah. And uh, none of them paid more than $2,500. And that was extremely rare. That was on the high end, and that was the maximum uh, of it. The, the average was between $545 and $1,375. Yeah. So even if you were to go by the maximum purported cost, like I said, it's just a, it's a quarter of what the meme claims. And uh, while... These are slower than the level two chargers. You can buy one that just plugs into the wall, like into a regular outlet. Um, mm -hmm. I bought one for less than 200 bucks. Really? So like, yeah. I, so like um, in case I want to just plug it in some, like into some outlet, you know, yeah. um, I rarely ever do that, but because like, I, and this is another benefit of having an electric car. Um, there are a lot of charging stations that are a hundred percent free to use. I have been charging my car for free every week uh, and not paying a dime for it. Like, I, I mean, like it's, it's absolutely free to me. I mean, that's a benefit of having um, a electric car. Um, so anyway, the, the, obviously the claim of having these uh, car chargers at home is an absolute lie um, saying it costs $10,000 uh, to have that done. Yeah. So is there any kind of charger, like the one you bought, is that something you can take with you? Like, mm -hmm. could you bring it to my house and plug in? Yep, absolutely. What, what kind of outlet do you need for that? Just a regular plug-in outlet. It, this Mine oh. has a, a converter on it where I could plug in, you know, those big uh, outlets that, like, you'd plug a, a dryer into? Okay, yeah. Um, it can plug into one of those with, a, with the adapter, um, and it will charge a little faster on one of those. But it can just plug into a regular three-prong outlet. Just a one one shot outlet, just like an extension cord or something. They'll just plug yep, into yeah. the wall. Yep. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, and it's long on its own, even. Like and it costs well, yeah. less than two hundred dollars and the thing is like fifteen feet long. So um That's not bad. Yeah. Uh you can get that on Amazon. And how, um, how long does it take to charge your car with something like that? Uh so if you do like a, a level two charger, so like uh if you do a level two charger that you have installed in your home. If I were to run my battery down to zero, uh, which if I'm plugging it in at home, I'm not likely going to do that unless I took a long trip or something. Yeah. Um, I like if I ran my battery down to zero on a level two charger that you have to have installed, um, it could take up to six hours to fully charge. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and people might be like, well, what if I am in a hurry to go somewhere? It's like 
if you have an at-home charger, you're not, hopefully you're not, like, you don't run your car completely out of gas. Yeah. You know? Um, plus, uh, in six hours, like, you could just sleep and wake up and you'll have a full a full battery. Yeah. Like, your car will be fully charged. Um, with the one that plugs into the wall, it's a lot slower well, uh, yeah. than that. But that that's just for giving yourself a little bit, you know, a little juice if you just, you know, need it at some point. Um, that's what those are for. Okay. I, I think if I were to run my battery down to zero and I use a regular like uh wall plug in, I think it takes like thirty hours or something like that to okay. fully charge. Um so overnight you could get enough juice to go to a better oh, charger. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um overnight I'll have at least fifty miles I can go yeah. on it. And that's from a, a charge of zero, you know? Mm-hmm. So um it's it, it's the the claim that they're they're wildly expensive is is entirely false. Um, yeah. So on the uh, right side of this uh, Facebook boomer meme, um, we have a very disgruntled looking man uh, hitchhiking near a sign uh, that you know presumably he's the owner of the electric truck. Um, he's hitchhiking near a sign that says uh, next uh, EV charging station one thousand miles. Now. If that's the nearest charging station, uh, that would mean that this dude somehow drove his EV a thousand miles to get to that point in the first place. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, because like, otherwise, why wouldn't he turn around and go the other direction? You right. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a thousand miles that way, but it's only five miles back that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, and why would he be hitchhiking toward the thousand mile away charging right. station? That, that, that doesn't make much sense. Um, uh, so like it, and it does say, but it does say, you know, the next charging station. Um, so like the previous one could be closer and, and maybe he ran out of juice, just happened to be at the most ironic spot he could be right. standing at, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, that being said, so a thousand miles between charging stations would be absolutely prohibitive, uh, to electric vehicles. That is, that's completely true. Um, so I... I wondered what is the average distance between charging stations in the U.S. And uh, for that, I have a quote from Electrify America. Electrify America installs charging stations um, across the uh, U.S. And uh, the, this is a quote from them. It says, "To ensure EV drivers feel empowered in their ability to travel throughout the country, Electrify America charging stations are, on average, about seventy miles apart." That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, it's really not too bad. Now there is a, there is a disclaimer I want to put on this uh, because like that that claim just on its own, um, if you just take that at face value, um, you would think that every seventy miles there's going to be a charging station no matter what. No, that's um, the average. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, but it's yeah it says average, and also their charging stations are mainly situated around uh, large metro areas and right. along highways and interstates. Um, so the places where people are most likely to be traveling, that's where they put their charging stations uh, makes sense. out. Um, so, uh, what about the rural areas? Um, so <laughs> let's look at, well, let's look at the furthest <laughs> distance you'll find between charging stations. Uh, that would be in a town called Rollins, Wyoming. Okay. Um, the charging area in this town is the furthest from any other public EV charger. 
Uh, and in fact, Wyoming uh, is referred to uh, by an EV mapping site called Cirrus.com as one of, the, one of the last EV deserts in the U.S. <laughs> so maybe you're trying to get across Wyoming. Uh, so can you guess how far, if you're at that charging station, mm-hmm. can you guess how far you'd have to travel before you find another one? 700 miles. 86.5 miles. That's it? Yes. Wow. And that and, the and that's conti- the farthest? Yep. And the, in the contiguous United States, that is the furthest you would be from another EV station when you're already at one. That's impressive because I really thought there'd be bigger gaps than that. Yeah. Um, wow, and, okay. and so in order to be the furthest from any charging station, because you're right at one at that point. Right. In order to be the furthest from any charging station, you'd have to be halfway between the two of them. Wow. Okay. Um, so which that's is forty three point two five miles. So unless you're a total idiot, you should be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So unless you really fuck up, um, which uh, you do, like you do have a less range, like say if you're running the heat really high. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and the car has to work harder because it's fucking cold out or whatever. Right. Um, so like those are problems. Those are issues, but yeah. but that's the same with a gas tank. I mean, you got to think about that kind of stuff mm. too. Yeah, when you run the air conditioner, it runs off the, yeah. the ga- it's gas powered. Yeah, um, and it doesn't run as well in the cold as it does in, in the heat. And yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah. And you got to figure that stuff and, out. And that's that's another thing too. Um, when it comes to starting your vehicle uh, in the cold, EVs just turn on. Yeah, and then they go. Um. With a, a gas-powered one, you have to hope it starts. Mm-hmm. And you try you, some of them, you have to try over and over again. Newer vehicles are much better about this than the older ones have yeah. been. Um, but sometimes you have to try over and over again to just make sure it works. Like, you know, sometimes you have to try multiple times to, to get a gas-powered vehicle to even start if it's too cold out. Yeah, um, I had that problem then, last year at work. <laughs> and then you could cause serious damage to the car if it doesn't spend enough time warming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with an EV, you could technically just press the button and go. Right. Uh, and I've done it a million times in, in way below zero weather. I've just pressed the button and went to work, you know, and, and the, it heats up. So like the, the, the heat in it mm-hmm. goes so fast. Like, whereas like with a gas vehicle, it's like, it's waiting on something. And then yeah. finally it starts to get warm when you show up to work. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's like if anything, EV, uh, vehicles, uh, work better than gas vehicles in the cold. Now, they do have a very reduced um, distances that they can go uh, if it is very cold and you have to run the heat mm, uh, in okay. order to be warm. Uh, so, like that does that do, is a factor. Um, but uh, if you're in the place where you would be the absolute furthest from any public charging station, you would only be 43 miles away. Like my vehicle. Uh, my EV, the BMW, has um, they could go 200 miles, like okay. on on a on a regular charge, and that doesn't even count the range extender that I have in mind. Hmm. So like, uh, it can go a really long time, and 43 miles, uh, you know, unless I screwed up somehow, I shouldn't have any trouble making that. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know. Um, now, I know what some people might be thinking. Uh, it's a boomer meme. It doesn't matter. It's just exaggerating to make a point. Uh, but the problem is that when people see memes uh, being shared like this on their Facebook feed, they consider it to at least be mostly or true or partly true. Um, and when this meme is wildly incorrect, it is hugely wrong. Um, and people like to share memes without looking into them further. Yeah. Um, 
especially if they they love their gas powered vehicle and they they want to sort of uh, uh, put down people who like electric vehicles. And if you prefer a gas powered vehicle, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. What's wrong is when you try uh, to spread misinformation to convince other people to also not want electric vehicles. Uh, so in my opinion, it does it actually does harm because EVs are almost certainly the biggest innovation in transportation in recent history. Um, and I'm wary of anything that fights over fights against innovation. Um, anything that wants to slow progress, I, I get frustrated with. Right. Um, so before I get into the, uh, um, harm that these memes, these anti EV memes do, uh, I want to look at, uh, some other ones real quick. So we have an image here. Um, so kind of explain uh, what it says and what you're seeing. Okay, so there's there's two pictures. The top one says expectation. And it's a car that looks like it's made just out of grass. And it's farting out some leaves at the end there. Yeah, and yeah it, to it, demonstrate it's green. <laughs> it's a green, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then the bottom half of this picture, it says reality. And there's a... A woman out in the middle of the desert here. She's by a coal-fired power station. And she says, look at my new clean green car. And she's plugged it into a, well, like a power power line. But Oh, the power line is coming out of the coal-fired power station. So she's still getting the same. Yeah, she's still getting... still, do, still uh, killing off the environment here. Yeah. What does it say in her car? City Lander? Yeah, City, yeah, City Lander is a made-up thing. That, oh, okay. Um, I think it's a made-up brand that they just kind of. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a joke because, like, uh, the Outlander is, is made to, like, drive, you know, long oh, okay. distances in the country. Uh, right. Whereas, you know, the suggestion here is that you can only use an EV in the yeah, city. Yeah, it doesn't go very far. Yeah. It won't, won't get outside the city. Yeah. And, and, and that kind of that kind of reminds me of uh, a scene from The Simpsons with uh, where it, it was the electric car as uh, presented by the oil co companies. Okay. And um, so you get in this electric car and it's like a little ride um, and it starts going and the electric car looks sad. It has like a sad face <laughs> on it. And it, and the electric car goes, I don't go very far or very fast. If you drive me, people will think you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to... Uh, like just to just to talk about that, like I will go on, or I will I will move on to a little bit of the uh, pollution concerns when it comes to electric vehicles. I will discuss that, but before I do, I want you to look at another meme here. Okay. Another one that's and this one's a little more serious. Okay, we have another top and bottom picture. It says these men produce the oil for my diesel truck. And we got four guys standing around one of those big oil pumps. And they look like they're pretty happy. They got some thumbs up going on. They look like they're having a good time. And then the bottom says, These children produce the lithium for your electric car. And it looks like, was this an African picture maybe? You got a bunch, no. of, yes. bunch of kids just looking miserable with some buckets collecting stuff. Yeah, yes. Lithium. That, that photo is from, it's a from Africa. Very negative looking so, picture. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks really miserable. Um, they're kind of collecting some kind of thing there that like, uh, it looks like there's child labor going on in, yeah. in the bottom photo. Here. Definitely. Doesn't look um, like a good time. Yeah. So now this is a real concern. Um, there are a lot of problematic 
things, uh, sourcing uh, the needs that we have for lithium batteries. Um, and it may uh, even, and some, like a lot of people are saying, like it, it could lead to a lot of contention uh, mm-hmm. because some of the biggest sources uh, of uh, where we can get our lithium from, um, some of those biggest sources are places like China and, and places that we have conflict with already. Oh, okay. Um so like uh, we may have to source uh, the items to make lithium from countries that maybe don't and from some countries that don't even have great human rights records, you know. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, one of the uh, ingredients that's required to make lithium batteries is cobalt. Mm, and the okay. biggest source of cobalt, in fact, uh, the one that sources the one that provides like 70 percent of the cobalt to the world is the. Democratic Republic of Congo, um, which is, I don't need to explain that that's maybe not a good place. <laughs> no, that, that's yeah. a bit of a problem. Yeah. So how, how do you get lithium anyway? I have no idea how that's yeah, collected. So, so um, in order to create a lithium battery, uh, a lot of it is mining. Um, right. Mining has to take place. And I'm going to go over that just a little bit okay. um, as well. So, um, like I like to do, um, let's take this meme on one piece at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, these are the men who produce the oil for my diesel truck, and it shows the adult men on the top at what looks like an oil e- extraction point. Mm-hmm. Um, I read something interesting published in the Wall Street Journal on June twenty second, uh, or June second, rather, twenty twenty three. And it's called The Surprising New Source of Lithium for Batteries. Uh, this is a quote from that article. It Asteroids. Says, yeah. <laughs> just wait for them to land because, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> it's easier than getting on them when they're out in space, shooting yeah. around up there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny you would say it because, uh, so there's a seven-year project to uh, collect from an asteroid. Yeah. And there's uh, the robot is on its way back now. But he might be full of adamantium. Uh, yeah, that would be <laughs> so cool. We could finally make a Wolverine. <laughs> uh, if I had if I had his healing factor, I would totally do it. I, don't, right? I wouldn't even care if it hurt, you know? Like, uh, that, I mean, you uh, get over it. Yeah. Yeah, after yeah. a while. After a while, I mean, yeah, it, it just hurts. Like five minutes or so, you know, it sucks while you're doing it, but then you get healed yeah. up, you're fine. And with enough... And then you're a superhero. And with enough <laughs> beer and cigars, you know, you'll yeah. be good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does to deal with it. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, this is from the (laughs) article from the wall street journal about the surprising new source of lithium for batteries. Uh, it says, quote, uh, large troves of lithium will be needed to make the batteries for growing number of electric cars on the road to find new supplies. Companies and researchers are turning to an unexpected source, oil and gas reservoirs. These oil and gas sites harbor not only hydrocarbons, but also brine that contains metals, including sodium, calcium, and some lithium. When drillers poke holes into the oil-saturated formations, the brine flows back to the surface along with molecules that end up as fuel. And companies have been prompt to discard the earthly marinade. But now that the EV battery material has become a prized commodity, lithium... Companies are developing technologies to remove it from this brine, and oil and gas companies are also taking a second look. So, these men mm-hmm. that get your oil for your combustion vehicle might be standing on a site where they will be extracting lithium for electric car 
batteries in the future. <laughs> and the company for which they work might be the same entity extracting the lithium from that field. <laughs> so if, if the value of those workers is important to you, uh, they might have a more likely future getting lithium out of those same places. Cool. Um, but there is a real uh, concern brought up by this meme. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is the child labor aspect. Yeah. It is, in fact, true that cobalt sources used for lithium batteries are often sourced by child labor. And the horror does not end there. Uh, so... The left is often accused of ignoring this fact by right-wing outlets, um, and I'll address that in a moment. But first, I want to do—I want to source some information on uh, child labor, labor and explain how horrific it actually is. Yeah. Uh, so, according to the U.S. Department of Labor, the Democratic Republic of Congo is the main source of cobalt, and in fact, seventy percent of cobalt comes from that country which has an awful track record for human rights in general. Uh, yeah. But forced labor and child labor are serious problems in that country. Uh, not all of the cobalt is coming from child labor, but even if it's just a little bit, that's a huge problem. Yeah. Um, most of the larger industrial sources of cobalt um, have, been found, uh, have been found to not be using child labor. But 15 to 30% here comes from small-scale mines, and child labor is often found in these mines. Yeah. These are not safe places to work, no. um, even for adults. Uh, mines in general are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, children have been found to have been buried alive and died in mine collapses there. Yeah. Um, so cobalt from these sources are used in electric vehicles. Um, and, and the, the meme has, is absolutely right to point that out. Um, that is something to be concerned about, mm -hmm. but there are three main problems with this. Number one is the most obvious. And that is that burning more fossil fuels is not only risking the future of our planet for children, um, but is having, uh, uh, consequences on children currently. Um, now we will kind of gloss over the fact that it has been agreed upon by most scientists that the frequency of hurricanes and storms that kill a lot of people, including children, right now is exacerbated by human-caused climate change. Uh, we'll have to ignore that because a lot of the people who share this kind of stuff uh, ignore climate change anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, let me read you a quote from uh, Harvard University. Research from Harvard University in collaboration with the University of Birmingham, the University of Leicester, and the University College of London found more than 8 million people died in 2018 from fossil fuel pollution, significantly higher than previous research suggested, meaning that air pollution from burning fossil fuels like coal and diesel was responsible for about 1 in 5 deaths worldwide. Now, from the National Institute of Health, fine particles, uh, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, known as PAHs, uh, sulfur and nitrogen oxides, benzene and mercury emitted by coal-burning power plants and diesel and gas gasoline-powered vehicles uh, have been variously linked to infant mortality, lower birth rate, def deficits in lung function, respiratory symptoms, childhood asthma, developmental disorders, and cancer. So why is it that suddenly now 
people care about the safety of children. Why is it that the right suddenly now wants to to share things because they care so much about the the safety of kids when there has been a lot of research and the sources here come from 1992, 2004, 2006, 2003, 2004, 2006 again, and 1997 and 2005. So the research has shown this for a very long time from mm -hmm. many sources and and you never uh, said anything about your gas-powered vehicles uh, sending crap into the air that are causing these health problems. But now that uh, you found something that electric vehicles are admittedly a very big problem in, um, now you care about the safety of children. Yeah. It, it's hypocritical, to say the least. Um, and the the thing is, like, Child labor has been a huge problem long before cobalt became a hot commodity. Uh, according to the Department of Labor, one of the top causes of child labor is palm oil, used in a lot of junk foods and in cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't see the right go up in arms uh, about that, yet now they care about child labor uh, when it comes to electric vehicles. If that were really the issue and not some attempt uh, at like a gotcha to the left... Uh, they would have been vocal about child labor a long time ago. And they don't want to fight against clothing often made uh, uh, by using child labor. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't want to fight against palm oil. They they want to go viral um, by pointing out a product itself that has been politicized. Right. Um, because they think that an electric vehicle is a left-wing kind of thing. Um, they want, now they want to point it out when it's been a problem forever. So the goal should not be to stop making electric vehicles. The goal should be to stop child labor. Yet the left, like myself, and yes, clearly I'm left-leaning, um, have been accused of ignoring child labor. Yet, I kid you not, before EVs became the political-driven argument uh, that it is today, I was being very vocal about ending child labor and I, this is not a joke. This is absolutely true. Uh, I got somebody inciting a right wing talking point that supported child labor. Wow. Yeah. So this might be, this might be a bit of a fringe argument, uh, but it is, it is worth explaining what their logic was. Uh, essentially he said that families in some poorer countries of lesser of like, in some poor, uh, poorer parts of less wealthy countries, uh, cannot make ends meet on just the parents income and that child labor in these areas are an important source of income for them. So at first this seems like, like first off, like child labor is terrible. Yeah, but at first this seems almost like like an argument like oh maybe if they're gonna starve to death that the kid doesn't work. But I brought this up to a professor of sociology named William Stoudemire, and he said to me that the solution is to pay the parent a dollar a day rather than fifty cents or two dollars a day instead of one. Wow, that's all they're making. No wonder they're starving. They're making next next to nothing. That's why the kids are are having to work as well. Um. If they were paid just slightly more, and you don't even have to pay them that much for them to feed themselves, uh, you know, because like they're already making themselves live on meager ends, um, you could double their pay, and it probably wouldn't have a huge impact at all on on your companies, uh, on whatever who's who's using child labor. Yeah, but then um, these people could live. Yeah, and and like yeah. so, um, I I 
do care about child labor and I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm, I'm very vocal about it and have been, um, and, uh, if you were to, uh, poll, uh, the anti-child labor, uh, people, historically people on the right have been the first to support having child labor, um, even in the United States, um, and have in fact brought it back, uh, or have brought, have fought back, sorry, um, they have, in fact, fought back against even regulations regarding children in the workplace. Um, so uh, if you want to read in detail about this history, uh, you just have to go to the History of Child Labor in the United States on BLS.org. Um, and uh, if you want to argue that, no, it's the uh, left who is um, ignoring child labor today... Um, rather than going back and reading the history of it. You can make that claim, but uh, supporting the use of EVs doesn't mean automatically that the left is ignoring child labor. I don't doubt that there are a lot of politicians ignoring it for self-interest reasons, but politicians on the right ignore problems with fossil fuels. They also ignore child labor, um, and they even support wars that kill many people, including children, that are essentially just a facade to get more fossil fuels. So the government has corrupt and awful people on, as Trump might put it, both sides. But this is not a good argument against EVs. What we should be fighting against is child labor itself. It should not be used uh, as a source of cobalt uh, to make jeans for your God or your goddamn potato chips. Um, if child labor is the issue uh, to give up on EVs, then have fun saying goodbye to your fucking jeans, your boots and your junk foods. Mm. I don't think I can do that. I need, I like my junk food. Yeah. I like being clothed too, you know. <laughs> um, but I'd rather those <laughs> but I'd rather those clothes be made in an ethical way. Um and and EVs yeah. are not any different. Right. Um just because that we have found that uh, there is a major issue uh with child labor in terms of sourcing cobalt, that does not mean that we need to give up on EVs any more than it means that we need to stop using uh palm oil. Uh we need to Find a way to ethically source it, you know, and and to and if uh, that means not getting it from the sources that we're getting it from, uh, and having to slow production on certain things until they find the incentive to actually produce it ethically, so we start buying it again. Um, if that's what it has to take, then I think that's worth it mm -hmm. because it, uh, child labor should not be used for anything. They're kids. You yeah, know, they should um, be out playing and you know being children. Yeah, uh, not working yeah. themselves to death. Yes, exactly. Hoping to retire at the age of twelve. Yeah. Now, uh, I did mention that the left is often accused of being silent on child labor, and I really only mentioned uh, the government in general and um, an anecdotal experience I had uh, being opposed by somebody who supported child labor. So, while researching these episodes, I came across an article. Um, this article is from a website called lifepowered.org. And it says, Everything that requires cobalt battery requires something even dirtier. Child labor. Now, my eyebrow raised immediately when I read this title. Why does it read that cobalt batteries require child labor why would anything require 
child labor. Yeah. Unless there's a planet of just children that I don't know about, I have never heard a good argument uh, for producing anything that should require child labor. Um, so I'll, I'll read the opening par- uh, paragraph of this um, article. Okay. For years, news outlets, including the New York Times, have been covering uh, the abundance of cobalt in the Congo. In 2016, Washington Post po- uh, published a story about the reality of that Congolese children are mining for the cobalt that, power, that powers uh, our electronics. They have fallen silent more recently, however, because cobalt is necessary for electric vehicles, which is part of the left's Green New Deal. Mm. Clearly very biased language here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which, it's, it, I mean, they're making critiques of the left, which, which is great. I don't think anything or anybody should be above being criticized. Um, but this is also not accurate. Um, in fact, on August 5th of this year, the Washington Post, one of those directly accused uh, in this article... Yeah. Um, so, uh, the Washington Post was one of the people that were accused of being silent about child labor, and the reason given was that it's part of the left's Green New Deal, and therefore left-wing people must be being silent on child labor because they want to support their left-wing agendas. Um, the the problem with that is that is the article that was posted on uh, August 5th. And this was very critical of um, art, the artisanal or small-scale um, cobalt mines in the Congo. Uh, and, and this was explaining what is wrong with them today. Um, so, like, even if child labor weren't involved, uh, they explained that this hasn't been safe for adults. And this is how the article uh, reads. Unsafe uh, artisanal mining persists, as does child labor. So not only were they critical of the sourcing of cobalt, they actually directly address child labor in the article. Mm -hmm. Meaning that this uh, lifepower.org just straight up lied. (laughs) Um, So... Nobody is ignoring the child labor issue. I mean, outside of like some uh, politicians who maybe don't think it's a good talking point. Um, and I do think that the, the left is not doing enough um, and that left-wing po- politicians are not taking a, action against this issue like they should be. Um, but to suggest that EVs are the problem is wrong. Child labor is the issue. Um, and what is being produced is not the thing that we should focus on. We should focus on how it's produced uh, and how we can produce it without uh, the need for the for child labor. You know, like how can we get the things we need without child labor? That's what we should be focusing on, yeah. not ending innovation because you found some child labor and you think it's a great talking point against the left. So. Uh, what do you think so far? I don't know. It sounds like uh, sounds like we still got a little ways to go. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> we do, a hundred percent. Because like child labor is still a huge issue, and it is yeah. a huge issue in producing a lot of things, not it, just it, cobalt. It always um, will be. I mean, I wish that weren't true, but yeah. like we should fight against it and find ways to end child labor. But the answer isn't to stop all the things that have been produced by child labor, you know, the, 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 the fight should be to, uh, produce materials 
without using child labor. That would be, yeah, that would be good. Um, so there are also, uh, um, just to get past the, the child labor thing, mm-hmm. um, I, I wanted to talk about that for quite a while because it is very important. Yeah. Um, it's an important issue. Uh, but the, and, and the right has been silent on it just as much as the left has. And, and in fact, um, I was able to find more, uh, left wing publications coming out against child labor than I could find anything from the right, um, at, until now, uh, that they're, they're trying to fight back against the green new deal. Um, but, uh, there are also a lot of memes that suggest that EVs are, are wimpy somehow. Um, I, I saw a video of someone in a Mustang, uh, flying past a person driving an EV, driving an EV. And mm-hmm. the caption read, when you fly by an EV on the road. Um, and uh, the problem is that the person was being recorded by the person in the EV, probably because they wanted to get footage of this guy recklessly driving. <laughs> probably, um, yeah. But uh, gonna kill somebody. But uh, to kind of um, talk about that a little bit, uh, for an automatic V6 Ford Mustang, the zero to sixty was reported to be five point six seconds to six point one seconds. That's pretty fucking fast. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's really quick. fast. It's faster than I need. Oh yeah, way faster than anybody needs. But <laughs> if you want to have fun in a vehicle, I mean, that's it, accelerating fast is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, my BMW can do the same thing in six point six seconds. So not a big difference. Not I a mean, big that's, difference. It's pretty much the same <laughs> same numbers. Um, so like, uh, um, if you compare uh, my EV or a lot of EVs uh, to the average gas vehicle, not a, a V6 Mustang, mm-hmm. um, most most of them I could blow out of the water mm-hmm. because you have to wait for the combustion to take place and you have to wait for you know everything to communicate with each other and then. Uh, go like some uh, gas vehicles are extremely fast, like the the um, the Mustang, uh, but uh, a lot of them take a while to to uh, you know start to accelerate. Mm-hmm. And mine accelerates so quickly and so easily that I find myself leaving everyone several car lengths behind when the light turns green. And mm-hmm. and it's because it drives so smoothly that I don't realize I'm going. You know, I don't speed, but like I get to the speed limit very quickly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so now that I got to talk a little bit about my car and, and calm down after the child labor thing, because oh. if it infuriates me. Um, but now I've had a chance to calm down a little bit. Uh, we're gonna take a look at a meme that I thought was hilarious and made me chuckle. <laughs> okay. All right. So explain. What this meme shows here. Oh, dear. Well, right at the top, it says Tesla crash. <laughs> I see what made you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, so we have the Tesla on its side. It's a white, fancy, kind of sports, sporty-looking car. And uh, then they go around the car, and they show the bottom of the car, and it's got four giant Duracell batteries powering <laughs> it. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I love that. That's a good meme. That's a good meme. That's, that's very that's funny. That's a good one. <laughs> Totally inaccurate, but but funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, not totally. I mean, it's got a lot of batteries in there. It does. Yeah, the whole bottom of it is batteries. Yeah. You know, but they, are the they just don't look like giant regular D cell bat or uh, D- uh, Duracell batteries. That's kind like, of funny though. The, I mean, they, is... they should if they could make it work. I would. That would it's be funny. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I would put a decal on the bottom of my car just to yeah. look like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when it comes to the environment, so. EVs are, are better for the environment, um, not just because they 
are not constantly exhausting uh, pollutants while you drive them, but because they take less energy and materials in production. Um, uh, you know, because you're not making as many parts and also because when you are driving them, uh, they take uh, less energy to drive because you're not lugging around a tank of gas and an engine everywhere you go. Yeah. Um, so discouraging the use of EVs with lies like this uh, is bad for the world that we live in. Um, now, you don't have to believe in climate change to know pollutants are bad for us. Mm-hmm. The exhaustion, the exhaust from gas vehicles are literally used for suicide. Mm-hmm. People kill themselves in minutes just by running one of those in a garage. True. So people have even done it on accident. You don't even realize. That's you know, true. Yeah. You Somebody, come home, you close the door, you're goofing around in your car, you forget yeah. to shut it off. Or you're dead. exhausted and you're just sitting there yeah. and you just lay your head, you know, down like, and then yeah. suddenly and then you die. <laughs> you die. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there is an also there is also another reason. Why spreading mis, uh, misinformation that encourages EV purchases does harm. And I want to use a quote from an art. This is an alternative energy review site called uh, Solar Reviews uh, to, to demonstrate this point. Um, it says, quote, the average distance between charging stations is currently hovering around 70 miles and will continue to get smaller as newer charging stations are being built to match increases in electric car purchases. So this information was last updated on August 8th, 2021. Um, So the average distance is probably smaller Mm. today. Uh, It's almost certainly uh, much smaller today. Uh, But what I want to focus on is the last part of this quote. Um, The distances will continue to get smaller as new charging stations are being built to match the increase in electric car purchases. So when you spread crap like this meme, you are literally exacerbating the thing that you're complaining about. You have in there the complaint that the charging stations are too far apart and you exaggerate it to absolute ludicrous levels. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you do this, you would discourage people from buying EVs if they believe your argument or if they think it's even close to being true and uh, you exacerbate and slow down the innovation that would be to make those distances smaller between EV charging stations. Right. So if you prefer a gas vehicle, that's fine. Like if you, if you prefer your gas vehicles, that's, that's absolutely understandable. There's, there are benefits to having a gas vehicle over an electric one. There's benefits to having an electric one over a gas one. I personally prefer electric. Um, that's why I drive an electric car. Uh, but um, you could just prefer a gas vehicle, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely fine. And you could, you could post your reasonings all about that. But when you lie about EVs like this, you are trying to fuck all of us over. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. And your dumb meme. Uh, one last question. Is this going to be any easier to make them fly than the gas ones? Because we haven't got those flying cars oh, oh, Okay, so I will say, <laughs> they're way lighter than, than gas they? cars. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's a step in the right um, direction. And and they have electric planes already. Um, and I mean, they uh, have flying cars. It's a thing. Well, okay. Oh, it's they not have, great. They have you know, it's possible. But they have... They have um, uh, quote, a flying SUV 
Mm-hmm. It's just a little plane. Yeah, I like mean, that's, that's all it is. I want to see. I want to see a fucking hover. That's what I, I want right? to see a hover like yeah, we're in the year got, three thousand. Like got, that's what I want to see. They got wings. You gotta like put on them like yeah. in your garage or whatever, yeah. and you take them off so you can drive it down the road and be like, it's cumbersome, but technically it's a flying car. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a not car. The, it's not the flying car we wanted. No, but yeah, I, I want a flying car. I Same. want that to happen. Yeah, yeah. So then we can deal with, you know, the FAA on our way to work and, you know, you right. be on your right level or whatever so you can go north instead of south. I don't know. Well, that's going to be way more complicated, but I still want to do it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Heck with the rules. I'll just go up above. <laughs> <laughs> you get high enough, there's not going to be on anybody on that level. <laughs> that's right. Eventually you become a space vehicle and the FAA can't stop you. Yeah. You're like outside the, their jurisdiction. It'd be like the You're... car from uh, Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> <laughs> They duct taped all their spacesuits together and went to space. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could always be like the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, too. And just, there you uh, go. Yeah, when are we going to make Flubber? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's that? Yeah. I want some uh, rubber that just keeps bouncing higher and higher. Yeah, if you left-wing people care so much about science, why don't we have yeah. Flubber yet? Yeah, get on that, would you? Yeah. Thank you guys all so much for watching, <laughs> watching, listening. Sorry, we were, oh God, we record that. We've recorded by too many episodes of that, that uh, Let's Play channel, but we're still mm-hmm. going to, because oh, yeah. I love doing them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, thank you guys all so much for listening. Um, if you would like to submit a meme, or if you just want to follow us, uh, you can follow us at uh, meminglesspod on x.com. So stupid. It's a it's such a stupid name. It's short though. It's easy to remember. You can, it's, it's, everybody can spell it. It's it's short, <laughs> but it's also something a child in the '90s would come up with. Yeah, and it would have been fucking cool. <laughs> if you're a child X. in the '90s, it's it's yeah. run its course at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, the was it Elon Musk that's got it now? Wasn't he a child in the '90s? No, he was a grown man in the '90s. Was he? How old mm-hmm. is that guy? Yeah, he's he's pretty old. In fact, um, he bought. Uh oh what he he either bought he bought Tesla or SpaceX in like 2001. Okay. So oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's been a grown man for a long time. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't act like it. No, that's all right. Neither yeah. do I. No. I don't, I don't either. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm not a <laughs> dick at least. <laughs> I don't know. Have you asked everybody? <laughs> No, but Somebody and, I, and I, I did literally say fuck you to the person who's who's shared this meme. So that's <laughs> I guess I am a dick sometimes, but, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Goodbye everybody. Bye.